It is time to keep your appointment with this shitty movie. I'm sorry, it's really, it's so shitty. Whatever you do, don't watch this movie. Look at them, Damien. They're all so bad. Don't stream it. Don't buy it. Don't stream it. Don't buy it. Hello, everyone. This is Podcast of the Dead, the podcast about all things horror-related. And uh, actually, it's technically a They're Bad episode. Woo! It's our second They're Bad episode. It's unedited! <laughs> There's no really script! Bad, guys. There's no film. outline! Unrated. NR rating? Fucking no... The MPPAA or whatever they are have not seen this at all yet. And by unedited, I mean there's going to be a lot of dead air. <laughs> anyway, I'm Zach Palmer. Sitting next to me is Isaac Wright. What's good? And joining us <laughs> from the void is Chrissy Beetle. Don't think it. Don't say it. Uh, oh, I fucking no. hate this movie. And yes, today we're talking about the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> Fuck all of you. This is this is a this is specifically for the people who kept asking for it. I the hope you all step on a rake. <laughs> <laughs> Very comically so, in fact. The, the, the handle just goes right up in it, right between your eyes. It's fine. Just <laughs> lodges your nostrils into your incisors. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, we had a team of people essentially uh, petitioning us to do a They're Bad episode on... Well, they wanted us to just do an episode of Bye Bye Man, but it's a They're a Bad episode, okay? Because it's... Okay. It's bad! They beat us into it. Let's break (laughs) down really quick how we all feel about this movie. Because I watched it first before... uh, Chrissy, had you seen this movie before we watched it? Yeah, I'd seen it. Okay. So, well, I was the only one between Zach and I that had watched it. And when I watched it, I was kind of neither here nor there on him. Like, I don't see why this is terrible. Like, there wasn't anything over the top bad about it. Then Zach watched it and loved it. Yeah, it's it's true. <laughs> I say it's bad, but it's bad in like a way that I enjoy it. <laughs> See, it seems like when we were watching it, because we all watched it together, it was like an even split. It was like, I kind of loved it. Uh, Isaac was rather neutral. Yeah, I don't and really Chrissy have any hated it. Fucking hate it. And I love that split, honestly, because it makes interesting conversation. It does. It does really. <laughs> so let's get in let's get into it really quick. So the premise of the film is that there is a disgruntled office worker who decides to kill everyone he knows. And you don't really get the sense of what's going on in the beginning. But you find out it's because he's told people about the Bye Bye Man. He's not an office worker. He was a journalist. Oh, I was yeah. just making a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the falling falling down with uh, fucking, I, I don't even remember the actor that's in that movie, but he's just like, oh, I'm going to go postal today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, you anyone, work at the post office. I'm sorry. Does anyone remember any actors in this movie? No, no. <laughs> they were all they were all like no names. Mm-hmm. Well, except so, for Carrie Ann Moss. What well, the fuck? Yeah. Carrie Ann Moss, <laughs> yeah, Doug we'll Jones. About, we'll talk about them and later. <laughs> fucking Faye Dunaway. Faye oh yeah, Dunaway? Faye Dunaway was uh, the. Like, she's the woman. She's the old woman. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes. I didn't even realize that when we were watching it. Oh yeah. Fuck! I love Faye Dunaway. Yeah. She um, was okay. <laughs> she has money. Why is she in this movie? Okay, anyway. I did, I did, I did like her her acting when she was set, set on fire. Yes. 
<laughs> okay, digressing. Okay, so what happens is, uh, so yeah, this guy goes postal. You don't really have any context about it. But then these college students rent out this house. And in it is a dresser that has some weird writing on it that says, don't think it, don't say it. And then he rips it off because he's a dumb little squirrel. And <laughs> underneath, <laughs> underneath, he finds some etching that reads, the bye-bye man. And by simply knowing this... And telling other people the name, he has caused the Bye Bye Man to infiltrate everyone's lives and cause them to see weird hallucinations and other things that make them go kind of kooky, kind of crazy. And that's the premise of the movie. It's okay. So <laughs> it is. Uh, it's very dumb, actually. It's a. It's a. What well, I think, in principle, like. If it were executed differently, it could be a better premise because the the idea of an idea being the mm -hmm. thing that you're scared of is kind of interesting. But it's also yeah. like that old Internet game, the game where just <laughs> thinking about the game means you lost. <laughs> if you ever hear that, you never played I, the game. I feel like I know. And now everybody lost. Yeah. Right. yeah Thanks, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I've heard they're called information viruses, and yeah. it, it is kind of like a creepypasta trope. Um, there are a couple things you can look up on your own if you'd like. Uh, there is thing, a, a poem called Tomiko's Hell that is a Japanese poem that reading it aloud is what triggers it to be like to kill you or whatever or to cause you really bad luck. There's also something called the Little Finger Game where it is also a poem or something. I haven't read it because I'm super superstitious. Um, but just reading it even not aloud is enough to make you play the game. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of one of those things where just knowing it is enough to initiate terrible consequences. It seems very much like a creepy pasta it really type is. type sort of premise, honestly. And let's address the fact that it might have been better. This whole movie might have been better and saved. Maybe not the acting. The acting is pretty bad. Yes. But the whole premise, at least, might have been saved by it not being titled the bye bye. You mean or the pee pee poo poo man? <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> oh man. Oh, something about this movie that always that just gets me is was the marketing because it was like all these things of like you know don't think it, don't say it, and you won't be laughing when he gets you because they realized <laughs> that the title was so. so stupid. Yes, like, that is really if right it on had the nose. A better title. <laughs> Better writing, better acting, then maybe it could have been good. If the whole movie if the movie had been just not what it thing. is. <laughs> if it just been a different movie entirely, yeah. it would have been good. If this movie had been Halloween, I think I might have liked it more. <laughs> if only this had been uh, the best slasher film ever. <laughs> and I don't mean Halloween. Um, uh, but I don't know. There, are, like I said, the, the reason I'm neutral on it is there are aspects about it I like. There is the whole creep, the whole creepy pasta idea, where just knowing it is the thing that makes it dangerous. I like that. I like a lot of the images that he gives. Like he basically preys on people's insecurities because the main character don't give a fuck about his name. Don't know the actor. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but I mean his whole thing is that he is worried the whole time that his girlfriend is uh, Borfing, um, his best friend. Bor Borfing, <laughs> Borfing, Borfing. Borfing. <laughs> 
get the fuck out of here, he, she What the fuck BBC. is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he's he's paranoid about that. So all the images that the Bye Bye Man shows him are images of her kissing him or her, her like basically having sex with him and stuff like that. Towards the end, it is straight up having sex with him. Barfing! <laughs> That's what you said! You're just getting hung up on that, huh? Yes, barfing! You, you've never borfed? Is that, is that a new phrase? 2019, get with the program! If, I, if I've ever borfed, I'd be dead. <laughs> but for, um... They don't actually... His best friend... The the weird creepy guy that kind of looks off into the distance while the they're guy, kissing. The guy who is who is constantly has a weird smile on his yes. face. What the fuck is that? Oh, he has a weird sh- thing about um germs. I think in it because he was Whoa. like, "Oh, I have what? to go clean myself. She's nasty." After he fucks that is true. Person. Yeah, he sees the maggots. Yeah, and he oh and yeah, he yeah. also can't get his dick up. <laughs> Yeah, they do imply oh. that heavily. No, 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 but it wasn't that he couldn't get his dick up, it was that he couldn't come. There's a difference there, but... Because you can, you can be erect and not come. <laughs> uh, no, I've never had that issue. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just saying, it is, it there is, is a, there thing. is a you difference. You are correct. <laughs> I thought it was either he premied or it was that he couldn't get it up at all. Yeah. I assumed it was that he couldn't come. Oh, okay. That, that's what they made it sound like either, to me. Either not way. Not that it matters. I, I, I always feel not like that's that a, it matters. I was like, I feel like that's a good problem. Either way, his penis didn't work. <laughs> the pee-pee-poo-poo man made his pee-pee not work. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but th- that brings me to a new point. That it, the fact that... Steven mentioned this, and Steven was the one that heavily pushed just to watch this movie. Oh, he was the head of the committee. <laughs> I thought that but every he... fucking day. <laughs> but he mentioned, okay, the Bye Bye Man doesn't have rules. Okay, why does he make the girl sick? She's the only one that gets any kind of like physical repercussions from the whole thing. Everyone else just gets hallucinations. Mm. She's the only one that has like any kind of physical problem other than wanting to kill other people. Because, oh yeah, he makes people kill other people sometimes because they go crazy. He has no rules. He has no, like, there should be one, two, three, this is what he does. Freddy infiltrates your dreams, can possess you, is an asshole and might diddle kids. Jason is a lake boy, gets a hockey mask, Commits kills a hate everyone. Crime Jason, in New York. but <laughs> oh True. yeah, oh for sure, punches a dude's head right off. Uh, but Jason's rules changed over the course of the movie. He does too, teleport. He does. He is in. In Freddy's rules changed over the course of the movie. True, uh, but they always start with some right. basic so there is rule some, set. Yeah, there is some sort of like yeah. There's a null set there yes. that, that, that they have to work from. Yes, uh, but it, yeah, it's man. It, 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 this movie. <laughs> there's a reason I love it. It's it's because it's it's not. There is. It's not the room of of horror movies, well, but no, it is that's, like that's Danzig's film. Yeah, yeah waiting on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that <laughs> oh, is going to be the greatest their bad episode world. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, in a weird way, I enjoy it a lot, just because it's like it is bad, and I think 
maybe on some sort of level it does acknowledge that it's bad or at least it's it's it understands it's bad i don't like i feel like it there's that they knew when they were making it they're just like yeah this, this is just we it reminds <laughs> me of that film that i think came out last year called truth or dare where that was really dumb yes it, yeah it reminds me of I, that. I actually I was getting kind of some truth, truth or dare vibes from it. Actually, I think maybe I mean, uh, they took they they took inspiration from the pee pee poo poo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I feel like this is a trend with one with like summer blockbuster horror. No, yes. no, because they they, neither of those were released. Both the Bye Bye Man and Truth or Dare were released in January. They're literally they like really? a oh, okay. fuck you, it's January, let's unload all of our shit. <laughs> okay, that, okay, that makes sense. But I always personally think, by the way, that uh, horror movies should come out in fall or winter. Yeah, true, obviously. Yeah, that's always be, the, that's best the best environment. But you do get the sense, like a, a lot of recent horror films that come out, they're like, you know, ha- the birthday one and Truth or Dare and Happy, Bye Bye Happy Man. Death Day. Happy Death Day. Yeah, yes. that's what it was. They just come out and they just throw stuff out there and they're like, do you want to see this? Watch it. Give us money. And they don't really care how stupid the premise is as long as they can throw some jump scares in there and make it kind of spooky. Yeah, you mean well, Blumhouse have it. just been making shit? <laughs> While right. they acquired yeah. decent, like, IPs? Now, now, way, way back, it seems like now, when we talked about It Follows, we talked about how, like, this current era of horror films is a lot like the 80s in the sense that you have these really strong, unique ideas that are coming out like It Follows mm-hmm. at the time. But then the 80s also had a big smattering of B-movies. And really like bad to video sequels. Right, right, exactly. And that's kind of how I see a lot of it. Because you see these these kind of new franchises popping up, like Insidious mm. and all the fucking Annabelle movies and oh, all that sort of yeah. stuff. All the stuff that's in the Conjuring universe and all that stuff, that's all that's basically like the shitty sequels that we would have seen in the 80s, uh, that type of thing. But it that's, that's how I kind of see it. I see it's like every once in a while you have one that'll pop out and it'll be interesting, like Happy Death Day, I think, is an interesting one. Yeah, that one's yeah. pretty that's fun. A good, like, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Like that, that's that's the kind of movie that that we're looking for in a B movie is mm-hmm. like is like oh yeah this is enjoyable and I kind that's kind of how the way I saw um, Brightburn too mm-hmm. but yeah um it, you know it wasn't a great film but it was enjoyable you know um and this one is not quite that uh <laughs> it, it's but it's different things to different people it seems like and that's the cool thing about it is it, like you took away a lot of cool stuff from it probably right. for the entirely wrong reasons oh yes <laughs> i mean it's one of the most, only most movies in inverted commas that steven owns in his dvd collection which really hurts me <laughs> <laughs> uh that it's an interesting choice for sure but as far as um and I know we didn't, We just full disclosure, we didn't do an outline for this episode, we're just kind of riffing. We said that at the beginning. Oh, did we already say that? <laughs> yes. Okay, whatever. Not, uh, none of this is going to be edited. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but anyway, music's not important, there's like no music to this, it's memorable. Camera work, I hate the camera, the camera work, work in this. Was like, the camera work was kind of terrible. It looks like, yeah, you said it. It looks oh, like a yeah. student film. It, do, like, it, it looks like it does look like a student film as far as how it's yeah. shot. Yeah, um, but and it's like community theater level acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but character design wise, I do like the Bye Bye Man. I like him and his dog. I don't like the dog. You don't like the dog. <laughs> the dog is horrible CG. Well, yeah, he's horrible. And the Bye Bye Man 
looks exactly like one of Doug Jones's previous characters. So... <laughs> I'm not kidding. It looks exactly like how they design design the vampires in the strain, oh, but okay. less. They, it just looks like a ripoff of the vampire. You think you, think you just strain. brought the strain character like costume to the set and was like, "Hey, does this work for the vibe?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. Go throw that shit on." I would We're not good. be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but the dog, the dog, the last their bad episode. We talked about the monster. We talked about how the the that yes. fucking sludge greasy beast was the monster. Greasy beast. Ooh, <laughs> this should be the new name for that movie. Gre- gre- greasy, be- the greasy beast. It would have been. Much better movie. Oh man, I would have loved it. And it was called the Greasy Beast. <laughs> but the dog in this is also a greasy beast. That's the thing. Is like, what is it with like slick CGI? What is it with them just just fucking laying it on real thick with the CGI KY jelly? Like, what is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, that CG is really. To be fair, that first time when he's like picking up the coin and like one door opens and the other door opens and the dog pops his head, I was like, hey. That scene's kind of cool. It actually is a good scene. Yeah, I love that scene. Like, if, if the whole movie had been executed with that same degree of, like, care and understanding of, like, space, I guess. I, I don't know how to put it, but just, like, the way the camera is and stuff. It is a really cool scene. If the whole movie had been like that, it'd be better. But right. it's not. If the movie... <laughs> it looks like a really... It looks like somebody's tried to make a cosplay of the Resident Evil yes. dogs, <laughs> yes. but they've not got the skill to pull oh, it yeah. off. And they put way too many like pillows around the torso. It's too husky. <laughs> yeah. It's too husky it's too a dog. A, like much. if it's a zombie, it should have flesh hanging off the bones, not like extra flesh. Yeah, but like you were saying, if there was any sort of motif or just rules that it, it like at all, that it probably would have been a much better yeah, movie. No. If, but yeah, if, yeah. If, if, if like you were saying, if it had a, like more use of space throughout the whole. Thing, Film, it probably would have been better yeah. but yeah it's just and they don't explain they don't <laughs> so, explain a lot like they don't explain the thing about the coins i don't know i never understood the thing about the coins the the, the, the coins just exist i guess <laughs> and that's that's really bottom line what you want to hear when you're talking about a horror food they, they're just there yeah maybe you- <laughs> nothing makes sense with this I mean, the fact you always constantly hear a train at one point that didn't make any sense and then to me the either. train comes like for for ages you like that's uh, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid, and I hate it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be the first to say that I hate it when horror movies go into really deep explanation about the motivations of whatever it is is trying to kill whoever in a mm. fucking horror movie. But also not giving an explanation, <laughs> not giving an explanation at all, and just giving weird fucking like visual diatribes on what might have happened is even worse. Why do, why do the naked yeah. people get hit by the trains, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> I really wish... They all had good We'd butts. at least had some backstory on the Bye-Bye Man uh, rather than, like, than, than just his killings that he did. Like, the fact he made those people kill people and then the journalist found it. Like, I wish we'd actually had some backstory on why he was doing it and who he was. Yeah, was he a person? Like, is I, he just a ghost? Is he a- yeah, like I need, I need some sort of backstory on the stupid, the stupid looking thing that Doug Jones obviously <laughs> owed someone a favor for. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah this was Who, whoever Doug Jones owed that favor to, he no longer does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there's so much about it that is just confusing. And maybe part of it was that we were talking over a lot of it. Oh yeah, but I mean, I mean. It, 
it's not like it was that hard to follow. It was hard to follow in the sense that there was no fucking background, really. But it wasn't really that hard to follow. It was like, okay, this is happening, then this is happening. It really just seemed like a series of just things happening. Mm-hmm. Stuck together. It just kind of... Like, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of goes. There's no... There's no back... There wasn't, like, the typical storytelling aspect of, uh, like, the ups and downs and the roller coaster. Right. It just kind of went. <laughs> it was almost just a fucking series of just, like, fucking dreams is what it seemed like. Because it's like, it, I guess what they were trying to get at, maybe because part of the whole thing about the Bye Bye Man, he's supposed to, like, basically turn you insane is is the thing. Is, like, it was supposed to just be disorienting, like, intentionally, maybe? But it just didn't work because it just there's so much stuff where he was he was doing like the main guy. I don't fucking care or remember what his name is, but he was like doing research in the library where he was trying to figure out what the whole thing behind it was. Scribble, scribble. Right. And yeah. he was scribbling and then he like lost time and it doesn't make any and then he sense. He left and he's like, oh, God, it, it doesn't make it even clear that he lost time. It was yeah. just like he just looks at his phone. He's like, oh, God. And he's like, is it bad? Is this early? Is this late? What's. What's going on? See, but it- <laughs> here's okay. Here's an example of a good sort of scene like that. For the library scene in it, where Ben's scrolling through the book, and it's obvious that like there's something else happening outside of his research, and he's getting closer and closer, and doing all the all the photos are getting closer and closer to that shot of the head in the tree. Mm-hmm. And you've got the librarian who's obviously Pennywise behind him and the balloon. Like, that's a good example of a scene like that. The Bye Bye Man scene where he's just scribbling is stupid. Yeah. And also it's like, at least in it, you're sure what is like a vision or a hallucination and what's not. In this, you're just like... I don't even care what is a hallucination yeah, or not. Like, there, it I, doesn't matter. I mentioned a couple times, like, at that point where he's just walking down the street and you see the girlfriend and the guy yeah. hugging and embracing and stuff like That's that. And the I'm one just I like, is of, this, yeah. like, a hallucination? Is this, like, real? What's going on? And then the Bye Bye Man appears in, like, the in the glass of the of the store window. And you're just like, what happened? What is, are, are they really Borfing or not? <laughs> yes, I'm going to keep using Borfing. This is, this is now a series-long thing. That- okay. <laughs> That's fine. Every They're Bad episode, we have to say Borfing. No, I'm going to talk about Borfing anytime anyone That's has sex fine. with any horror movie from now but on. But we have to use it at least 10 times into their bad episode uh but the the thing is is you can you can do that skillfully like you can do that that thing where you're messing with perception and stuff skillfully but you can't just throw in like a hallucination and be like yeah that was weird wasn't it it look look at how not like nightmare does it and how nightmare 2 does it i mean it's very clear in nightmare when things are not in the in the real world and when things are in the dream world. Yeah, but, the, it, but after the, the fact. But the transition is always seamless. Correct. Right. Yeah, but mm. but like at the end, you know, I was like, oh shit, that was a dream. Like it's very clear where one stops and one starts. In this, is this whole thing right. just a nightmare? And, like what the fuck's and, going and it, on? Yes, it's a fucking garbage <laughs> And the thing is, it's not like the transitions to the hallucinations weren't seamless, but it was just like they didn't matter. Yeah, they didn't matter. In a lot land. of cases. And it's like the only times that it mattered is when he started just fucking killing people and like people were just dying because of hallucinations. But otherwise it was just like 
they, they're questioning their sanity, but what's even the point yeah. of this particular hallucination? Or it doesn't. It was a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> and then you have the you have the brother and his family. And they're kind of oh, completely yeah. inconsequential. Yeah, like what the fuck was all that? They had about? the whole thing with the daughter finding the the dresser and possibly spreading the bye bye man to the brother. You know what I mean? That was set up and everything. And you were thinking, oh shit, he's gonna get it at the end. And you're like, oh no, it's dark. I couldn't read it. Yeah, what the fuck? It was. The whole character that is nullified. Yeah. yeah, don't take just you, take them out of the movie. You literally could have gone the whole movie without having them in it at all. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the only thing that he does is plant the seed of doubt that the girl is sleeping with the best friend. That's all he does. He's like, he's lucky you're not jealous. <laughs> we should we should talk about the only half decent character. What's what's Who? her name? Who? Which the, the 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 librarian lady. What what's her name? Do you remember what her what her name is? Um, I thought we would pass names. I think her name is uh, Mrs. Ah, here we go. I'm looking at it. Her <laughs> name was Mrs. Watkins. Mrs. Watkins, the one that got hit by the. I was car? about to say. That, I mean, her best contribution to this film is being pinwheeled around after getting hit by a car. Oh! <laughs> she looks like bad video game rendering when when yeah! you hit a character like yes! GTA. That is the best scene. <laughs> she just flies off. I lost it. I lost like, it. With a night, like the funny thing, like okay, so to set this up. For Tell who, me this isn't a great movie. Set this up when anyone hasn't seen it. He's driving along, listening to a song that has the words "bye bye" in it, and oh, yeah, is that not was upset by stupid. that, even though he's been haunted by this thing. So he's so driving stupid. along. He sees someone in the road, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know that's a hallucination. I got you now." And he guns it, without regard to the fact he might actually kill a person. Turns out that person is a hallucination. He's like, yeah, boy! And then he Does looks he really back. say that? Is that what he I says? I don't remember. No, I don't think he says that. But anyway, he looks back to make sure there's no one behind him. And he looks front again. And the librarian is standing there with a knife in the middle of the road. Like, I'm going to stab this car. And then he hits her. And she just fucking ragdolls out of there. And the car flips? Yeah. Why? The car flipping. The car flipped. <laughs> oh man! When's the last time you hit a person with your car and your car just went off into the media? Every, I don't think so. Every time she, she fucking plays uh, Mr. Poe, the the banker's wife, in a series of unfortunate events like the TV series that just came out. Really? So I'm never gonna be able to watch that. <laughs> like if I rewatch it, I'm never gonna be able to like watch it without laughing. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm just going to see her just ragdolling out there. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, no, it, it, it is just like distance. a fucking glitch from like uh, PUBG Battlegrounds or whatever. It, I, I'm going to nitpick just here for a little second. I hate I hate that what precedes that scene is that, that fucking played out horror movie trope where it's like, oh yeah, that was, wasn't fake. And then they look, they turn around and then it's like a jump scare. Yeah. Like I fucking mm-hmm. hate that shit. Oh, I hate, I'm yeah. so tired of that trope. I hated the one where she read the... St- can we can we talk a second about the serial killer Valentine that he gives her? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? And it precedes... Well, the reason I even want to talk about it is because I'm piggybacking on... It precedes this scene where he comes out of, like, the bead curtain, and that's kind of like a jump scare. They think that's going to be scary, but it's just mm. him coming out of the bead curtain. It's like, fuck yourself. But, yeah, okay. Main character leaves a valentine or, some, or like, a love letter for the main girl that's, like, you know... Letters from a magazine cut out and pasted on a thing. And on the back, it says no animals were harmed in the making of this card. It's like two jokes that don't land that are weird. Like, what the fuck is that about? He's, um... Well... (laughs) Yeah, explain it to me. Give me (laughs) rational explanation. I have no rational explanation for anything in this film. This film is a fucking... The film is a cinematic equivalent of a fucking dumb stuff I have. <laughs> it's uh it's literally and figuratively a train wreck. Uh yeah. <laughs> it's just it's uh it's funny how the train plays so much into it and then it's And I never understand why. <laughs> yeah, that that's we already said that. Yeah, we, I don't understand no, what the point of it is. There's no explanation. Ugh god. There's doesn't need to be. It's the bye bye. There's no explanation man. in any of this. Who cares? Who needs it? No, no one, no one who was involved in this film, other than Doug Jones and Faye Dunaway. Well, no, and Carrie Ann Moss. Like, okay, I said when we were watching this, Carrie Ann Moss has Matrix money. She has Memento money. She has money from films that are way better than this. Why the fuck did she let herself be in this and be berated by an angry 19 year old and talk about how her kids are going to die or whatever. Like that scene was Steven's like big scene is that he just goes at a police officer with like very grisly details about her kids dying. Look, and she just lets him off. Look, whoever, whoever they owed a favor to whoever, Whoever, as, like with Doug, whoever fucking Trinidad, whoever fucking Matrix Lady, Faye Dunaway and Lee Wanell owned fucking favors to, no longer has to live in fear. <laughs> of the bye bye man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I <clears throat> you know once again it was probably like one of those things that like on paper it looked good, like the script, the original script probably looked good and. Everybody was like, yeah, why not? And then they got to shooting, and then they started changing things, and it got to post-production, and then it didn't turn out right. I mean, that's how a lot of these bad yeah. movies end up you know, being true. made, is that they just, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of misconceptions that they have about the, the strength of a concept, or the strength of a script, or a screenplay, and then it starts going into production and then things change, you know? Oh, it's like, a weird uh, thing because it's based on a book. What was yeah, the but then you know- still have to have a script, you still have to have a screenplay, yeah. you still yeah. have to adapt the book in some sort of way, you know what I mean? It's Do we not- know what the book's called? The Bridge to Body Island. What? Oh. Yeah. No, what? that takes place on an island. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the Bridge to Body Island? The bridge that would have been a much, island. yeah. That would have been a much better name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. It wouldn't have made sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you're fine with n- names of horror movies not making sense. You Apparently, know what I mean? Apparently, but... it's an urban legend. Huh. Okay, what? so I'm. 
We're researching right now, guys. <laughs> Literally, this is the research we put into a normal episode happening live on air. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. So apparently the story is actually fucking fleshed out in the book. Really? Yeah, the particular story, as told by the writer himself, who claims to have personal connection to it, is allegedly related to him by a friend who experienced the bye-bye man firsthand. It's set over the summer of 1993, friends in Wisconsin begin playing around with the Ouija board. And over the next several weeks, they make contacts with a series of entities. After some time, the entities tell them about the bye-bye man, who has a tragic backstory. Born with an albino, born in 1920s Louisiana, the so-called bye-bye man was relentlessly teased and tormented. As he got older, he be he became a serial killer. This sounds so and much more interesting. And he traveled around the country by train, carrying out random and brutal killings. Now it makes what sense! The fuck? Oh my god, why didn't they put any of that in the movie? I'm pissed off now! And the dog creature in the film is called the Gloomsinger, and it's literally sewn together from pieces of his victims. But that sounds That's amazing! Awesome. Are you fucking kidding me? That sounds amazing! Oh. That would have been so much better! Who made this? <laughs> this is... Okay, you just blew my mind, Chrissy, a little bit, because this movie could have been... This movie could have been good! This movie could have been awesome, it wow. sounds like. A dog sewn together by victims of, like, a serial killer? Yeah. That's a fucking clue An albino <laughs> madman who has fucking telepathic abilities and killed people. And, and that, that makes sense why he looks the way that he does. Yeah. I didn't know why he was all pale. I thought he just never went outside. I don't know. Just fucking... That's why he's able to, like, beam thoughts into people's heads, too. Like, <sighs> like that's... That would have made so much more sense. That sounds amazing. And he traveled around on a train. Are that explains fucking, the fucking train. Are you fucking it would have been cool. It could have been good. It could. Okay. What now is the, I'm just upset for fans okay, of that book. For sure. Yeah. What is the author of the book, please? Um, the author of the book is uh, Robert Damon Schneck. <laughs> I won't make fun of his name because this is a good book. Published but. in his... Well, you don't know it's a good book. You don't it's, know it's it a good book. Because the premise can be good, but then the writing can be True, bad. But but we, we don't know. It, it, probably you should check out the book. We need to this fucking We movie. will. It's in um, like an anthology kind of thing called The President's Vampire, Strange But True Tales of the United States of America. And it collects together eight different allegedly true campfire tales about ghosts, monsters, murderers, and hoaxes. Wow, Whoa. that sounds like an amazing book. <laughs> it sounds like that's right up my fucking alley. Yeah, I was about to say, okay, okay, so we talked about the Bye Bye Man a lot. Let's, uh, don't watch the Bye Bye Man. Read this book, please. <laughs> yeah, but they've apparently fucking renamed the chapter that was the bridge to Body Island to the fucking Bye Bye Man in any reprint. Well, is, is what? that what he's named in the book, though? Is that what the name of the entity um, is? I, I don't know. I think it could be. I mean, and that's but, fine. Yeah. If it's couched in all this other lore and right. all this other exposition, it's fine then if it has a dumb name because he still wants to <clears> fucking <throat> murder you and turn your arm into yeah, the next you, paw for his dog. Because you know? <laughs> if you have that context behind it, it's more terrifying. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. It, 
the fact that they've obviously cut live research, guys. The fact <laughs> that they've cut fucking everything out of it. But they've cut all the good shit out, basically. They did. Okay, so whoever made this didn't understand what makes a horror movie good, essentially. Yes. They just like they wanted more character. More. They needed that scene where he was having a shouting match with his mate over him boofing his girlfriend. <laughs> boofing. <God damn. laughs> I hate that that's catching on. Well, it was Borfing originally, now it's Boofing, so we're just going to oh, telephone this way oh, and oh, sing all the way down. Man. It's going to telephone into just Goofing? <laughs> no, Goof is already, that's already a term. I just think the same year, the shape, the same, the same year, the, the shape of water won a load of fucking Oscars. Wait, was this done the same year? Yes. Yeah, oh my yeah, 2017. God. Yeah. yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, this actor had a... Doug Jones had some highs and some lows in this year, it seems like. I wonder which one he got paid more for. What do you think? The Shape of oh, Water. Oh, definitely The Shape of Water. I mean, that Tor- was a joke. Del Toro That was clearly a pay, joke. <laughs> I feel like Del Toro is going to pay their actors well. I mean, or his actors well. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Del Toro, good boy. Um, I I did love this movie, but now hearing that that's the that's the source material and how rad that sounds, I don't know if I like it so much anymore. Well, like because now it I've just destroyed it. it entirely. But I've done it. No, there's nothing no, you can say, Isaac. There's nothing you can say. That woman <laughs> catching on fire. That was amazing. Yes, <laughs> I always want to see old woman catching no, on fire. No, Faye Dunaway catching on fire. Um, <laughs> I like Faye Dunaway. I know, I do too. That's... I feel like she's in Network, I believe, and that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, she she, she isn't, in isn't in it for that long either, so she obviously didn't owe someone as much of yeah, a right. favor as Doug Jones did. Probably because they couldn't afford her for enough yeah, time. Yeah, right. She's like, yeah. I, <laughs> they I, could afford her mm. for like twenty minutes. Yeah. But and yet, Carrie Ann Moss—they uh, could no, get uh, her for like the most of the movie. I think we all now are kind of depressed because now this is the first time that we've read about. Because we thought this was just going to be kind of a, yeah, this movie's dumb, whatever. Blah. But now we know what it's based on, and someone took time and thought and put like actual backstory to this, and it actually sounds really cool. And so it sucks that someone who just wanted to make a quick buck watered it down so entirely. But isn't that really just the story of most Hollywood horror movies? Like, yeah, that are adaptions of things, like... And it really seems like it was slapped together really quickly as yeah. well. So... It just sucks! Yeah. It could have been cool. Was it... I mean... A lot of the time when they're, like, basing a horror movie off of something like this, like Slender Man, for instance. I never like, saw normally, that. I never saw that film. Normally it's... Well, that came way too late. No, oh, no, yeah. No, no. They yeah. were late on that. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's, that's not my point. What I'm saying is, like, normally when they, they put a movie together like that, uh, it's trying to capitalize on some sort of popularity, especially, like, internet popularity. But I never heard of this story before you just read it to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it happened in a void. I know yeah, we talk about Chrissy being in the void. That's what I'm saying is, but... like, why would you rush it out when there's no demand? I don't, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, what? you could have taken the time to make this story real. Yeah. But See, instead... It, it's funny. <sighs> It's funny because Slenderman was like five years too late. Yeah. <laughs> and this was 
well, this just this came and exists is exists. Yeah, I yeah. and they're both set in Wisconsin. Sure. Oh, what is, is that? Is Wisconsin the new Bermuda Triangle of weird horror movies? Well, Wisconsin <laughs> is is where uh, Ed Gein's from. So yeah, loads of serial killers are from Wisconsin. Ed Gein's the only one that I'm very aware of. What what's some other ones? Oh, they were they were talking about this on the Bunny Ears podcast, which is Macaulay Culkin's podcast. Um, there's Gein, a, a couple of other people come through Wisconsin. Uh, let's have a <laughs> no <laughs> more live research. No, 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 no more live research. No. Uh, Ed All Gaines, the live research. Yeah, Ed Gaines um, is the only Dharma one. Dharma I... was from Wisconsin. Oh, Edward what? Edwards was thought... from Wisconsin. Whoa. I swear, I thought uh, Dahmer was from like Minnesota. I, I knew he was no, Midwest. He was from Milwaukee. Oh yeah, because I keep thinking Milwaukee's Milwaukee, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why uh, I'm thinking of Minneapolis. E. Yeah, was from Wisconsin. Wait, wait, who? Uh, a guy called Walter E. Ellis. Not aware of him. Does he have a serial killer name? Uh, or is he just Walter E. Ellis? John McCaffrey. John McCaffrey sounds really familiar. That sounds super familiar. But yeah. I don't keep up with serial killer stuff, so I don't know. We don't care. Edward Wayne, <laughs> Ed, Edward Wayne Edwards murdered five people. Edward Wayne Edwards? Whoa, that's an awesome name. I mean, why? How do you get to be a serial killer if you have a name like Edward E. Edwards or Edward Hon- Wayne honestly, Edwards? Honestly, most of the the most famous serial killers are from California. Yeah, most, most of them. Walter E. Ellis, the Milwaukee Northside Strangler. Oh, the Northside Strangler. Okay, there's too many stranglers. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, find a different way to kill people. There's guys. a lot of killers that strangle people. No. David Spanbauer, who was a serial killer in the 90s. Stranglers are what we call process killers. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There's loads of people. Wisco- I mean, there's not much to do in fucking Wisconsin. That's, <laughs> That's fair. If you're going to kill people, it's a good Eat Wisconsin cheese, pastime. kill people. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe you'll see Rich Evans at a grocery store. How about it's eating a- cheese out of a dead person's asshole? I was going to say skull. You went a weird <laughs> way. <laughs> okay. Ooh, woo. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> nice bulgy wulgy. It's all cheese. <laughs> oh. Little do you know that this awoo and owo thing is uh, pretty much half of the dialogue that Christian and I have to get. Good. <laughs> But we okay. watch half the dialogue any of us fucking have to True, get I, we're, we're all weebs here. Y'all, y'all subscribe. Y'all know what you y'all know what's up. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> but okay. So I don't know about y'all, but as soon as Chrissy has read what actually the Bye Bye Man came from, I got super depressed because I feel like now we're ripping on a concept that could have been so awesome. And I thought our final thoughts were going to be, we're fuck st- this movie, this movie's stupid, we're, we're and it is. St- we're still not ripping on the concept, though, because it's so far removed from the book material, it yeah. sounds like, that we're not even ripping on the concept. So I'm fine with ripping on the movie. <laughs> I'm fine with ripping on the movie because it's not. It's so far removed from it really is. what the book mm. sounds like it yeah. is. That who the fuck cares? <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is my closing thoughts are uh, watch it if you are very drunk 
or <laughs> inebriated in any sort of way, because it's great then. Oh, you'll love the scene with the old lady getting set on fire and... I uh, Okay, my favorite oh my moment, God. I know we're not doing favorite moments, but my favorite moment is really when uh, Mrs. Watkins calls up um, Ian. <laughs> is this the name you're going to give him? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to call him Ian. Just some fucking white guy <laughs> yeah. name, yeah? Calls up Ian is like, hey, no, I really need to talk to you about the bye-bye man. I've been seeing some weird things, and I would really like to speak to you. And the camera pans out, and she's holding a knife, and her two kids are dead on the floor. I love that scene. That scene was actually really good. And if done a little bit differently, could have been scary. But instead, it's just kind of comical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's oh, this what's film. your favorite moment, Chrissy? I it, I mean it has to be the ragdolling just because yes, okay. I I did lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> the only moment that I had that I vaguely enjoyed that you had any uh, actual joy while watching this film. Yeah, I had no. <laughs> I had no joy watching this movie. Yeah, it was definitely just deep depression and frustration. Chrissy apologized to everyone in the room in our house. Like, Ash didn't even have to be here. Like, they just wanted yeah, to Ash watch the film. To be there. Yeah, they, you wanted this. But uh, Chrissy apologized to all of us individually during this movie. It's, yes. It's my partner who's the one who fucking made us watch it. Yes. So what we're saying is, if you show this movie to other people, be prepared to apologize afterwards. <laughs> don't think it, don't say it. Don't. Uh, <laughs> you be laughing don't do that. <laughs> uh, oh, I know that when, when I come back as well, that Simon and all that want to all get together and get drunk and watch it. So I am going to have to watch it for at least one other time this year. Oh no. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> well, at least you know what you're getting into this time. Yeah. But I'd already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were in a, a rough position of having to watch it more than once. Yeah. Wait, you had already seen it? Yeah, I'd already seen it. And I hated, oh. hated, I hated it. Oh, I thought you hadn't seen it yet. No, I guess that wasn't really that clear. I hadn't seen all of it, but yeah. I'd seen a decent amount of it. Yeah, but seeing it is seeing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, seeing it in its full Having to sit through glory. it. Do you know what yes. it reminded me of? It reminded me of that time that we were in Houston, and we had that naked juggalo that we couldn't take our eyes off until the police made him put clothes on. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And just all the naked hippies. <laughs> It reminded me of that time we were driving through the naked hippies and Simon. It was just like, I can't look away, but I want to. I want this nightmare to end, but I can't not look. <laughs> Is this where the cum guzzler came from? No, the cum guzzler. Oh, God. I don't want to explain that. We don't need the cum guzzler on this podcast, but the cum guzzler <laughs> came from the drive up to yours. And, no, and, and everybody listening right now has no context. <laughs> yeah, none at all. <laughs> no context the at all. is a horrible, horrible, bye-bye man, like, bye-bye man-esque deity that some of our friends <laughs> have thought up, and it genuinely tormented myself <laughs> and our friend Simon De on the four-hour drive to Denton. 
De- deity is a strong word. Uh, maybe don't think like it, don't say it. Come, goes. Oh fuck! <laughs> they act deity like is a strong word. Maybe, maybe goblin. <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> maybe gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> Underbridge troll. <laughs> don't. Stephen's gonna listen to this and get offended that we called the come anything other than a god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is a piece of a, shit. It's like the bye bye man. It's shit. As a side note, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but as a side note, juggalos are a national treasure. They uh, are comrades. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy seeing a naked one. Right, yes. I mean, I don't enjoy seeing a lot of people naked. I'd prefer not to see most people naked. Bye bye man porn mm. when. Ooh, I mean, rule 34. Yeah. It, it exists. Hold up, where's my phone? <laughs> <You're gonna> <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so on our Twitter, we'll, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll post, post the, the juiciest Rule 34 of Bye Bye Man. Uh, you know it's all dog un- Uncensored, because it's, <laughs> it's Twitter. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I think we're done. Can I, we stop I, I, talking <laughs> about the Bye Bye Man now? We're done. Can we never talk about this again? We're done. This I is, am so this glad. This is for all of you who <laughs> fucking begged us to do this. Are you happy I, now? To everybody who didn't beg us to do this, I am apologizing now, just like if you had watched the movie. Yeah. I'm apologizing that you listened to this. Will your fantasies never be quenched? <laughs> what will you learn? What will you learn? The actions are consequences! <laughs> yes. God, that's going to sound great. Oh, it's going to be a... No edits. No edits. No edits. I might not even put compression on it. Please wear headphones. I've been watching that last part. I'll pan it hard left and right. Oh, God. I already hate this. Fuck Simon. Fuck Stefan. Fuck Jeremy. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening to that. Oh mess. my god, I can't imagine you got this. I'm far. So yeah, sorry I can't imagine that you got this to far either. To this episode, <laughs> or maybe this is your first episode. Oh, In that no. case, welcome. We're terrible people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we still love you. I love you guys. Bye. We're done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm Bye. done. I'm- Bye. Bye, guys. I'm out. <laughs> Headphones off. <laughs>